Sanji needs his own theme music. Some Bali music. I apologize. He needs some Bali. Need some Bali music when that's he comes in. even racist. That's even more racist. How is he that, racist? That, that, he's Indian. No, that's, even, that's definitely racist. Bingo. Bro, he's Indian. Ice cold beer. Uh, he oh, might be Indian, but I mean, we don't. He might not like Bollywood. Sons, you like Bollywood? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but he's right, Sunday. man. Yeah, he's just like stereotyping, I guess, right? Well, fuck you, Sunday. <laughs> I literally was trying to prove point. Yeah. 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 Sunday said, "Yeah." I just feel like Sunday is on That's it. It's four quarters, the, the podcast where we talk about sports, politics, and everything that's going on in our culture. I am Eric Bradley, aka Watch DC. I am joined by my illustrious co-host and guys, my guy Shad Greer with his red red shirt on. I see you with the red four quarters. Oh, yeah. Baby, you already know. Oh, my boy Sam over there laying down in his red four corners. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. What up, Sam Ball? What's up? Hey, and then we got Mr. Last but not least, he's invisible. Oh no, there he goes. The people's champ. Oh Lord. Oh no. I'm with you, Sanjay. I'm with you when you're right, Sanjay. I got some uh Office. Treasonous peasants here. I'm gonna have to take care. Oh man, <laughs> you just started it all off wrong, Sunday, and I just don't appreciate it. <laughs> hey, 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 huh? If you can go ahead say. and start this, put this on a great little, put this on a great. This- skin. Uh, anybody got the cowbell by them? Anybody want to? Nah, I ain't got mine with me. Anybody want to ding 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 they cowbell real quick? Sanji, you got your cowbell with you? I don't, man. Here, I'm doing it in spirit right now, bro. All right, here we go. Ding ding ding. Uh, I think that's the best place for us to start. Mississippi State. Yo. Let's let's rewind the number 16 Mississippi State AP poll. 16, 16. Is it 16? Yes, sir. Coach Cole is 14. Oh, were we ranked before the game, or is this after? After. Man, you already knew once you beat the number six team in the nation, who – all right, before we even get into it, do y'all think they should have been ranked number six? I think it was just because they were the reigning champs. Yeah, reigning champs. They lost lost way too many people, man. You look at it, they they lost 14 people that went to the draft. But they always reload, though. Every year, you know, they, they used to before, be, be, you know, even when they lost talent. Yeah, but I I don't think this year is the same, man. I think that's a serious reload, bro. That's that's that's. I'm not saying they like Bama when it comes to talent pool being deep like that, but that it was definitely a reload year for them. I don't. 
Do they deserve to be number six in the nation? I don't think so. Um, but, are they a top 15 team? Probably so. Probably by the end of the year, I think they'll probably be a top 15. But their quarterback is really going to have to come on and and play. Yeah, I think that's going to be their biggest downfall is quarterback play. And um, to me, I think they could have run the ball a little bit more. Although State was stuck. Couldn't. They couldn't run on us. I, I mean, they could have a little bit. I, I think our D-line is a little bit slower. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's not as quick as it was. And they, they don't put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. But they do uh, three D line when they put one pressure, you know, like one linebacker in. I don't know. Usually it's better when you do four three for stopping run. I feel. Like. Yeah, three three, uh, uh, three three five defense is what Mississippi State is running this year. It it allows you the option to have more speed on the field in terms of your linebacker and defensive back core. But you're right, man. It does make you more vulnerable to being able to have the ball being run on you, particularly up the middle because you have less defensive tackles in, which is what we saw LSU doing uh, when they were successful running, just running right up the middle. Yep, okay. double or combo block. Yeah. Yeah, they're okay, not but... – They're not. that three, the three, three, five is not going to last long in the SEC, man. It's just because everybody runs the ball so much. So it's it's going to be kind of interesting to see how that involves for the rest of the year. I'm I'm interested to see how Mike Leach involves the rest of the year. I know he's not going to change his play calling at all, but yeah, I think so the defense will change. We started off with defense, but the the number one thing we should have talked about immediately was offense. I yeah. mean, the offense is the air raid. That shit was crazy. Just, <laughs> it looked I've like a pro never... offense. And that's what I liked about it. It was scheming. You know, that's one thing we lacked was good scheme or a good, you know, system, I think. Yeah, man. I think we had the receivers to do it this year, too. You look at them all of them, like seniors and juniors, too, as well. So we, we had the talent to run it this year. It's I think it's going to be hard for him next year in trying to recruit and gain new talent to come I'm in. Say, Hell no, it's not going to. I don't think so. Yeah, I disagree. I, once, you, once you see, because automatically, I'm pretty sure KJ Costello has another year of eligibility. No, he don't. No, he, he doesn't. Don't. He's a he's graduate, graduate student. student. Yeah, he's a graduate transfer, so he's got one. He needs to leave right here. Look, all, all I know is I want to put some money on him being the Heisman winner. Because what I witnessed yesterday was amazing. Yeah, he, he messed up. I mean, but they also... Going into the game, all right, they gave LSU a 17-point favorite mm-hmm. over Beach State. I automatically took every extra money I had and put it on that alone, just that alone. Like, because I knew for a fact, like, yeah, yeah, they might be still something, but there's no way they're beating us by 17. <laughs> Plus, these are also – what people don't realize, especially looking at the SEC playing yesterday – Every year going into the going into the SEC games, they play cupcake teams before they play anybody. They don't just start off straight up playing another SEC team. It's really rare that you see that. And what I saw yesterday was two teams that needed to play somebody, one team getting their re- rhythm really quick, and another team that definitely should have been ranked number six. Well, man, you got to think part of the reason why LSU was ranked number six, you know, and just to answer your original question, D.C., was part of it was right. They were defending champs. But also, you got to think what goes into also being ranked 
recruiting classes. LSU had a top five. I think they were like number four in recruiting uh, this past year. And so you got to think with all that being said, and they they had to being ranked number six preseason may have sounded right, but I think everybody's expectations for what LSU was going to be, especially coming out of the gate, was a little too lofty. Now, let me ask y'all something about the ranking. All right. The ranking came out today. Like I said, AP, we were 16th. But I actually honestly do not feel like the rankings should be showing the way they are. Uh, you go look at the rankings. They have um, – let me go look at it real quick. Standings, rankings, AP poll. They and DC, had, uh, I was going to say, DC, and also while you at it, uh, could you see what Mississippi State was week one uh, but going into the LSU game? Because usually it will let you know if Mississippi State was like three out or four out from being ranked. We, we like were that. a couple out. We had some we had some votes to be in AP foe top. We only had we only had six votes going in, into that game. So what did that put us? Who were we behind? How many teams were we behind? <clears throat> Baylor, West Virginia, SMU, TCU, Virginia, Boston College, Arkansas State. God, in seven teams. And Arkansas State was already ranked. I mean, had already played. So did V uh, Virginia, West Virginia, SMU. Yeah. Damn. So they had us at the 33rd best team in the nation going into week one. Yeah, now we're number six. Now, I will say, this, is, this is the one thing I don't agree with the rankings. I don't like that they already have Big Ten teams on the ranking. They already have Pac-12 teams on the rankings. Um, Just because, I mean, they got a whole fucking month before they can get to start playing. Oh, wow. You know, what's the point of putting them on a ranking if they're not playing? They're not playing yet. And then now, are we holding? Now, Ohio State is ranked number six right now. They took LSU spot. Are they going to move any? Are they getting they, right now? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and they got four number one votes. Oh, Alabama wow. only got three. How? I don't know, but I'm looking at Clemson got Clemson got 55, Alabama got three, and Ohio State got four. Man, I'm telling you right now, people be on Ohio State's nuts. Like, heavy. Heavy, <laughs> heavy. Not the nuts. <laughs> Bro, on they nuts, dude, because I was looking at the ranking. They had, these niggas had Tennessee ranked up there. And I thought that was kind of a funny thing to see. Um, I think yeah, Kentucky deserves to be game up there. Man, I saw I caught like the back end of it. They look pretty. They look good. They look decent. But every year I've always been like, "Oh, Tennessee gonna do it. Tennessee gonna be doing." And they always let you down, man. So I don't, I don't know if it's really. In my opinion, they look better than Texas A and M did yesterday. Oh man, Texas A and M is always overrated. Man, (laughs) yeah, that one good year with Johnny Manziel, like the two years or whatever. Yeah, it kind of blew them out of proportion. Really but did. and they, you got they looking at they looking at name recognition and like coaches too at this point. Um but yes. back back to the rankings thing, man. And, well not to the rankings. I want to talk about that. Back to the area offense, man. The the fact that uh my boy we put up six hundred and what was it? 
Six fifteen or six thirty? I think it was like six twenty three. Let's just round it off and say six thirty. Yeah, that's fine. Six twenty-three is the exact. <laughs> Six uh, hundred is a. That was the exact number. Yes. Yes, baby. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, that shit is amazing. In a SEC game, we were able to put up six hundred and twenty-three yards of offense. <laughs> no, was that another? Go ahead. Why is Sam raising his hand? So, hey, so, all right, all right, y'all, I got a serious question to ask y'all, and this is a great question. So, even though we only seen Castello for one game at Mississippi State, can we fish? Is it is it a safe bet to say that he's probably the best quarterback we've had at this program? Probably ever. Post well, that. I'm gonna hold off my judgment for a couple of games. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. It's just one game, man. You can't. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. You can't judge him off. No, 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 no. Let's go ahead and say. I will. I will. I'm with my guy right now, Sam. Uh, he is a man amongst boys on that on that thing. And it's only because he actually honestly has the experience. Yes. Yeah, five years. Yes. Now, now go back and look at go back and look at uh, Tommy Stevens last year. He has way more experience than Tommy Stevens. Tommy Stevens would actually be the equivalent to the quarterback that LSU had. Somebody who waited his turn, and then um, he came with Joe Moorhead because Joe Moorhead um, was like, hey, you're back up. I've worked with you. Come on down to state. I'll let you start down here. The yeah. only thing about – Joe about, Moorhead was a waste of years. Yeah. 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 But, man, we, we needed that. That got us to get Steve – Yeah. Uh, Mike Leach, so it, it was. Would have never got the pirate. Evil. Yeah, necessary is a part of the pain. It was a necessary evil. Yeah, it okay. was. but y'all, but y'all don't think Costello really is like the best quarter? Think about that, like the best quarterback we've had at Mississippi State. Passing wise, passing wise, yes, I think so yes. far. Think yes. about it. We've never had a quarterback that's been talked about. Well, man, Dak was on. Dak was talked about. I, 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 I'm, I'm going. I'm going to argue. Yeah. We've had some. We've we've recruited some talent, but we hadn't had like not like him. But I'm about, about to say we haven't. I, all right, so I've been a I've been a Mississippi. Y'all might have been Mississippi State fans longer than me. I've only been a Mississippi State fan since 2010, since the, since the Orange Bowl win when they beat Michigan. All right, and that's when I became a fan. I started going to school there, and uh, yeah, he he. I, he I can name them off. I can name them off going backwards. So, all right, starting going backwards. Last year, we had Steven. All right, the year before that, we had Nick Fitzgerald for about three, two and a half, three seasons. I still think Thompson should have started over that boy. We Then before that, you had Dak Prescott. And before that, you had uh, Chris Rell. Chris nope. Rell. No, 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 Chris, Chris Rell. You're 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 missing Tyler Russell. That's why Tyler Russell. Russell. Tyler Russell, and then you go back. It's Chris Relf, and before Chris Relf, we had man. What was that? That short, short guy. That short, that yeah. short quarterback. He was like man, was before that guy, like a smaller version Tyson, of that. Tyson. Tyson. Tyson from Columbus. Tyson Lee. He's from Columbus. Tyson Lee. He's from Columbus. And then anything before that didn't matter because the damn Mullen era didn't start, and we never had a good quarterback. In any other previous era, <laughs> so. nah, but we had some running backs, though. That, yeah, you 
Yeah, but so think about that. So based off of the quarterbacks I just listed off, is it safe to say Costello has is the best quarterback we've had at Mississippi State? Off the list? Yeah. yeah he, he's only second to that. <sighs> yeah. Right now, look. Until he went. Okay, here, here's no. the thing. Here's, here's the thing. He's going to have to. He's gonna have to outplay Dak, and what I mean by that, get us to a number one ranking, keep us there, and basically take us into the college playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Or do you feel like? Yeah, or get us to the SEC championship. If he can do that, then yeah, he's the greatest quarterback we ever had. I don't think he has to do that. I think if he puts up really great numbers, and if somehow we manage to win eleven games. Or even win ten at a very com- and lose those two games very competitively where he played good, but somehow you know Alabama just put up more points. Like uh, uh, I, uh, we gotta beat Bama. God damn it! How many years am I gonna? Yeah, no, we gotta that, beat Bama. But that hold on, even hold on. Bama. I want to ask y'all. I want to ask you I know, but that's why if he wants to be better than Dak, he has to beat him. Well, regardless, if this man puts up all these yards and numbers, yep. yeah, he gotta be Bama. that close. Oh yeah, you know he you got know, that Dak had like five hundred some yards versus LSU. He's he beat Dak's record, so he only beat he bested only Dak really. Versus yeah, no, L- he's got to be he's got to be he literally has to put Bama in his place. And I, I won't say this, and this is just out here on the limb. I think Bama is beatable this year, like really, really beatable. Yeah, their defense is not that great. I mean, their defense is not great. Their quarterback isn't. They got. For the first time in probably about four years, they don't have they have a game manager again. Yeah, a true, typical true. what I what I would call a typical Alabama quarterback is a game manager. What and they had before they had. before they got you know Tua and Jalen Hurst, you know that's what they used to use oh, they before. CJ McCullen and McElroy, an analyst and... now and another guy that's in the league, but they don't play, they don't start. AJ AJ McCarron. AJ McCarron. All right, so. I've been I've been keeping it quiet. All right, Cham, I agree with you. He is one of our I would say he is the best throwing quarterback. Now, the, what I will say is um he has to get the accolades. He has to get us at least top five. Then I'm gonna go ahead and just jump on the KJ train. All right, I'm gonna just top you know I'm, I'm already I'm already drinking the Kool-Aid. I was drinking the Kool-Aid when I first heard we got the Stanford, the guy from Stanford coming there, and I'm like the dude who's who has wins, who why the fuck is he coming here? Then they come to find out they specifically went to him because he he chewed up Western uh, Washington State. So of course they wanted him to come here. Um, now, as far as Mississippi State this year, I'm gonna go ahead and take a hundred dollars. If they win the national championship, it's ten grand. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go ahead and put a hundred dollars on it. Right now, just letting y'all know that just because, Wait, the- just because if any de- if it's any year to do it, it's gonna be twenty twenty, baby. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm the let, me, let me see you that hundred dollars, bro. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say, and I really want to put it on KJ being a fucking uh, I, Heisman. I went and looked at the Heisman hey, watch can after we do fifty on the Heisman and fifty on the. Uh... Yeah, if you want to do it. Uh, yeah, I, I saw his Osman his, his odds were uh, $3,300 right now. Damn. So, it kind of makes sense. I mean, you can you can probably pull off both, you know. If you go SEC championship or whatever, then he's going to probably win the Heisman, you know. Most kind of related. 
So that was before that's, the game. That's like automatic. I think that would be automatic. If he win, if we win, I don't know. What if Hill is competing for that Heisman too yesterday? Yeah. He, I mean, like he's gonna be all purpose yards. You gonna have receiving like yards. It. He's gonna have running, rushing yards. I like it. I can get with it. But I, I, let's be honest, bro. Who's gonna throw him? Who's throwing them the ball? Hey, you got a point. You got a point. The quarterback is always gonna get it before. When was the last time was Mark Ingram? Yeah. Or no, Derek uh, Henry. Henry. Not Derek Henry. Derek Henry, he had to do yeah. a lot, and he wasn't because he no. wasn't even on the list until like the last three games. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. a two thousand yard rusher. Let's yeah. and let's look, can, if we can be real about it. They ain't, they they ain't finna get it. He ain't finna get it before. Um, you know who should have not won running that, that ball. And I I will stay on a rock because that's the same year that uh, Christian McCaffrey was in the Heisman yep. race. And mm-hmm. he had he had two thousand plus all purpose yard broke Barry Sanders record, and they didn't give it to him. I was upset. I didn't feel like Derrick Henry deserved that dog on Heisman. I think he was the best. I think Christian McCaffrey was the have best player seen, in football. Have you ever seen Derrick Henry's high school records? Nah, I ain't yeah, though he looks like a beast, bro. He looks like a that man. motherfucker yeah, that's hasn't cool. been the same size he is right now playing with little kids. Because he had like 12,000 yards coming out of high school. <laughs> I had never heard of that before. He had Bro, over I would be scared. The touchdowns. He was literally us running with a bunch of little Sanjays. Like, he literally, <laughs> it was crazy. He was mushing ass. He was literally like 12,000 yards as a high school player. So, um, I honestly, I, back to Mississippi State once again, I'm drinking the Kool Aid. Uh, I think if there was any year for us to do anything, especially have a Heisman winner, especially have a – it would be this year. He has the experience. He has already won my heart, and I'll be yelling for K.J. Costello this week coming. I'm going to get uh, some of that Kool-Aid too, bro. Man, I don't hey, come on. Kool-Aid. Here you go. I'm, I'm going go go to hold off on the Kool-Aid to game three. I just – I want to they play game three? Time. Kentucky. Kentucky. So we should be three and zero. No, yeah, we, we should be four. We should be four and zero going into Alabama. Who? Who? Who's the fourth? Georgia. When do we play Georgia? No, we play That's Georgia after. Wait, oh, okay. no, my bad. We should be three and zero. You're no. right, DC. Three, we'll three. three we don't play Bama. We don't play Bama on the fourth game. I think. I think we play Auburn. No, Auburn's we up. play Auburn after. So it goes. Right, go. I got y'all, man. Don't worry. Here we go. We got. We got. LSU, Arkansas. No, this ain't the same. What the fuck? There it is. It's LSU, Arkansas, Texas LSU, A&M. Arkansas, Kentucky, Texas A&M. We get a break, a bye week, because he fought for a bye week before he played Alabama, which is on Halloween night. Um, Turn around and play then, Vanderbilt. Then they play Vandy after that, Auburn, Georgia, Ole Miss, Mizzou, uh, which is I'll, crazy because they don't play uh, Ole Miss at the end of the game, end of the nah. year, which is – another thing is – so let's talk about this since we're talking about SEC football. Yep. The first game I saw was Ole Miss in Florida. Um, <laughs> I don't know if anybody else watched it. Did y'all watch it? Yeah, I, I saw like it. a player too, but – Did y'all see the beginning from the beginning? Yeah. Did you see what they need? Do you see when they took the knees, took the kneel? Yeah, the kneel? yeah. yeah no, I, I didn't get to see that part. I think I, did, I was did, upstairs. Was it me or did their fucking fans boo? They booed. 
they booed. I'm pretty sure they booed because I, I walked back downstairs. I heard somebody like, boo, get off your knees. I <laughs> swear you hear that now. I know damn well you did. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I was trying to distinguish was it booing or was it clapping. And this is the only thing, like, and this is my biggest issue. Uh, and I know we, I know it's hard to talk about politics and kneeling. They were kneeling in unity to say, hey, we play this game together, blacks, whites, all of our races. We're, we we want to be unit unified, not just on Saturday, but all the other days too. And to hear that all that booing just made me sick. Ridiculous. Yeah, it, but yeah. they brainwashed. And part of it, DC, the crazy thing was, was that the anthem wasn't even being played. It just took a moment to kneel before the kickoff. Exactly. And it was like, whoa. Because they see it as attack. I don't know. It's like they see it as attack or, I don't know, something towards what them. That they don't see it as. And, I mean, and that's my, what they want to believe. My biggest issue now is, motherfucker, your name can't even be Neil no more. You can't even be Neil Diamond. Neil nothing. <laughs> you, you got Neil in you. If you... You Neil Lane. You, if you if you got anything with Neil in it, they got a problem with it. God damn. Like But I mean, that's the whole point. Like it doesn't matter whatever it is, they're always gonna find some kind of something to have an issue. That's the whole point. It doesn't matter. They're always gonna find a way to be right in their mind or you know. Yeah. I, I don't think that's what we were talking about one of the first couple episodes. We we're talking about what's the right way to protest. And I I don't think there ever will be a right way to protest. Cause I was, well, there. I mean, it's a good way to protest, and you're never really gonna convince the other nah, side. Not or... convince everybody. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's question. kind of the point of the protest now. Like, I got a question: at, Are, are the all live matter people, uh, pro? You know, are they with the protest when the Buddhists set themselves on fire? They're like, no, all lives matter. You know, say, no, nah, it's just, it's just when it benefits them, and that's the real truth. Well, let's just be because, honest. When, because, when it's something black people are trying to do. Oh no! When it benefit, yes, yes. Because I definitely just witnessed a video this week of a of a woman in Ohio getting tased by a black officer, and all the white people <laughs> were mad about that shit too. And I'm like, damn, I'm back to blue. <laughs> then they did yeah. wonder, like, they say, "Hey, we should call the on him." Hey, we should. Hey, yeah, at I that moment, you be like, "Hey, hey, blue lives matter." At that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, what happened? I'm not gonna even gonna say that, man. I'm not gonna say blue lives matter, but she was being disruly and they probably did they had a rule that everybody had to wear a mask. She wasn't following the rules. He was just enforcing and doing his job. Hey, but have you guys but have you all seen other videos like you know, white people being arrested by cops and stuff, and they'd be like Oh man, what are you doing? You know, you're treating me like a black person. You know, like yeah, I saw that video. Yeah, like a lot of like I've seen that the white guy in the like the train station mall or whatever. Yeah, in the airport. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that shit. That's just crazy. Oh man, I was like, so that lets you know they know what's going on. I mean, they know they understand it exactly. I mean, it's just pathetic, but. Can can we start back on sports though? Because I don't want to get deep dive on that one. Yeah, definitely, definitely not. No, I was just trying to just I just wanted to know, did y'all hear that too? Because yeah. I'm at a point I'm at a point where uh go to hell or miss. Yeah, and you know, I want to take this moment to to give a shout out to um Dan Mullen and Lane Kiffin for 
um, coming together and agreeing to have a moment to for the players and the coaches to actually take a knee before uh, kickoff. So, Sam, you know. I don't have to interrupt you here. Fuck Dan Mullen. I don't care what he do. I still hate <laughs> oh the man. God. I hate Dan Mullen. This bro. is the greater company. Yep, hey. He's our most winningest coach. Is that our love? Damn. Man. That's our first hey, man, love. We good, baby. We got Mike Leach now. The we good. It's not. There's no more. There's no more of that, bro. All right. There's so no the, we my final words, man, bro. My final words on um um our our new coach, Mr. Leach, if he's listening. Get that I, booty. I love the fact that at the end of the at the end of the win, he goes, "Oh, yeah, oh we were supposed funny. to be playing the Chiefs or the Packers, but they had somebody else to play." So, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, he's talking big shit. I love it. It's like it's above average day. It's above average day, you know. Yeah, man, and I, and I think DC to kind of piggyback off of that, man. You know, one thing that I've seen, and you know, we kind of commented about this during the game was like just the attitude of the football team since Mike Leach has been there. Like we had wide receivers trucking DBs. Like I ain't never seen Mississippi yeah. State wide receivers play feisty like that. You now I will say man. that wide receiver that we got from Bama was a great pickup. And I yeah. think he's gonna but towards the end of the season, he's gonna be bigger than Mitchell. Yeah. 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 I think we're gonna have a lot of transfers. Speaking of I back to the Ole Miss and Florida game. How did y'all think Ole Miss looked? Like real, just like on just football. We talking football. All right, so I've been watching Ole Miss for the last two years because I live in Oxford. Um they look like the same team. Yeah. Their defense looks yeah. a little bit better. I mean, but I don't um, know, man. they had they have the same kind of guys. They had Lakia Henry, uh, uh, Sonogo, Momo, all yeah. of them. Those are some really good linebackers. So, I mean, of course, but I mean, they went up against, I, I would say, one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC. And they, they stood neck and neck with them most of the game. And then a couple big plays cost them a, a, a loss. And they didn't cover either, so just letting you know. They don't have a good running game either, right? No, Ely's pretty good. Ely's pretty good, man. Ely's actually really good. I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna. Cause actually, he's from like my hometown, so you ain't gonna bash him, huh? No, nah, he's actually related him. to me. <laughs> to be honest, oh, he's related to you. Yeah, okay. No, no, dead, dead ass, dead ass, dead ass. I'm done with you, bro. Nah, dead ass. What, uh, dead what ass. other FPC team stood out to y'all? Oh mm. man, Kentucky looked pretty good for the first half. I, I and then I, I don't know what happened, but I think didn't, uh, Coach Leach uh, used to coach there. Yeah, he was he offensive coordinator in the SEC. Yeah, he was he offensive coordinator at Kentucky. He don't want to beat them. He gonna want to beat them bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I think. For me, I didn't think any team really jumped out in – you know, Alabama's always going to be good. Um, yeah. I think a team just really just jumped out other than Florida and, and Alabama. And, you Florida know, actually looked like they can win the SEC East. Yeah, oh, wow. Florida looked good. Did they have the same QB from last year? Or no, is it a different guy? different guy. Who, Florida? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Frank's ain't No, here. Frank got Frank, hurt. Frank's is at – actually, you know where Frank's went to? Arkansas. Yes, he's at yeah. Arkansas. Frank got, but Frank got hurt, and that um, that guy had already been there. Uh, okay. Trash, uh, whatever his name is. 
Yeah. He's, he's more a pocket passer, like because it was their offense looked completely different, you know, versus last year. The few plays I saw, man, they offense looked like a damn well offense with two quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks, that's all. Yeah, that's but he was how, throwing some deep passes, even, like a drop back passes, not like you know. But that's what I'm saying. But that's Dan's like mo, bro. He usually has two quarterbacks. He has a pocket passer, and he's gonna have a running quarterback, just like that Jones boy. He didn't really throw the ball a lot. He was running it. And then you had the I can't remember that guy's name. Uh, he was a passer, so he looked really good. Florida does look like a team that's gonna be very formidable in the East. Um, Who's gonna beat him? I, I don't even think Georgia's gonna beat him. Speaking of Georgia, Georgia was five seven until like the fourth quarter. Yeah, that black quarterback. I forgot his name. Matthew. They said he was the, huh? Mathis is yeah. a they, they said he was supposed to be the truth, and he came out and he looked rough. He looked they pulled him unpolished. out. Right? They huh? actually didn't they bench yeah, him? Yeah, they pulled him. They yeah, benched they him. They put another guy out. The other guy looked amazing. So it looks like they got their quarterback, and I'm glad uh, we play them towards the yeah. end of the year. We'll get all of our kinks out. What's up, Sam? So that begs the question, DC, with you saying that. And, uh, you know, I was hoping we'd get to this eventually. Let's talk, you know, and, and I think that talks about the SEC playing like 10, 10 in-conference games this yeah, season. Yeah, they want to make it permanent? And, 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 oh, then, yeah. and then also just the fact that now teams aren't warming up against these cupcake teams these early in the season. And when you play a big SEC, an in-conference opponent, as your first game, like, you know, you – you know, you're going to come out looking shaky, just like uh, Brennan did at LSU and and just like Mathis did at Georgia. And I wanted to get y'all thoughts on that. Like, what do y'all think about the 10-game SEC thing, uh, schedule? And do y'all think that should stick and 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 everything? And should we yeah, play those sooner in the season? I, I think it I think it should stick. Um, I like the 10-game SEC schedule. It, it, I think it really gets everybody almost to play everybody. Um, How many games do we usually play in a season? Ten? Nah. We play uh, 12. 12, yeah. That's what I like. 12. I think two out-of-conference games, like two cupcake games would be perfect, like an opener and a midway game or – Yeah, you know, like a homecoming some, game would yeah. be cupcake. So – this, you know, that allows to pay those other schools too, you know, to run their football programs. Yeah, but I think yeah. a lot of our, I think our opener should all should be an out of conference, but it should be like it should be a cupcake game. It should be somebody like the ACC, the Big Ten, or the Pac twelve. Like you should have to pay somebody like your first game, like a another Big Five conference. Yeah, a Power Five conference. Even even the Conference USA or somebody like that. I don't think they're cupcakes, but um, the American League, like you should be have to play somebody. You don't need to play anybody as a cupcake. I think it. I think it's. I think it's better for the conference yeah. as, as a totality to do that. Um, and just have like those two had that one cupcake game for like a homecoming, or maybe you're playing like somebody in Alabama the week before, so you're just trying to get some some kinks worked out or something like that, but. Other than that, I, I'm, I'm liking the ten game schedule. I think this is this will make everybody run the gauntlet and truly like weed out, uh, weed out the yep. team. There should be any questions this year. Plus, I don't think. Plus, they got a bigger TV contract. 
Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, man, it was kind of hard. Like, um, to I, that was actually one of my first times seeing Mississippi State on CBS. I never see them on CBS ever. <clears throat> and dude, the host—I hated that host. He was so pulling for LSU. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, I mean, yeah. CBS the, was pulling. CBS Pierce was pulling for LSU. Cause like, oh, LSU is back, and that shit didn't age well, buddy. It was. Yeah, they were looking rough, man. Oh man, like I'm gonna be honest. When when we uh, so me and the other guys got got together and put some money on the game. When we, when we put the money on the game, I was kind of iffy. But when I heard that their their number one quarter corner was out, I was like, oh, we got this. We got a chance, yo. And bro, sure, man. Even bro, with speaking him, of that, out, he can he can only cover one person, bro. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm with you. But they but said that, like. Dude. The game, dude. The, the the way the wide rec- wide receivers were getting open, and the way he was throwing the balls, man, bombs. Man, he met, threaded bro. one in the on the head. It was like it passed through the defender's hand, like over the tips. Yeah, and it was like, damn. Oh, man, now, I, I will say good. when he threw that pick, I saw that pick coming. I mean, I, yeah. I, really, I, uh, yeah. I, I hate to say that. But I was like, uh, I, I felt that pick coming just because he had already thrown almost two. I was like, man, he finna throw a pick. And then everybody he did, he had to call him. About three. Yeah, yeah man. Um, yeah, you can't throw the pack. You can't throw the ball late and over the middle. But I can't wait to see what the season brings, man. So speaking yeah. of seasons, let's, let's, let's go into the second quarter. We've already talked about college. Everybody NBA? good with our college numbers. I actually want to do one more thing in college, man. Right, go ahead, has, has has had an influx of of new coaches come in this year. Uh, of course, we got Mike Leach and at Mississippi State and at Ole Miss, we got Lane Kiffin and and I'll be damn at Jackson State. Who do we have? Prime, prime time, Deion Sanders, baby. That's a good move. A very good move. Now, my question to y'all, do y'all think recruiting in Mississippi is going to be really, really hard with all three of those guys here? I think it might be better that it might bring more outside talent. I think that's what I'm looking for, that we might be able to bring more outside talent to Mississippi more so. And and I have one more question. Do you think Deion Sanders would be able to recruit well at Jackson State? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so my only of- issue, my only issue with recruiting at Jackson State, it takes one big name recruit to go there, and then he'll be great. But it's going to be hard to get that one big name recruit to go there. I feel like, but once he gets like a top five, and they can say they're going to make some noise, like I would love to see a swag team in the fucking you know uh, polls. Would it yeah, happen? Would. You know, what I'm saying I don't know because that's and that's the that's the main reason why they have their own national uh, national championship at the end of the year when it, when yeah. the Spark plays the Miac. But so. here's my thing: was I was gonna say this? If Deion Sanders gets them and they play well, and he literally is committed to the school and not gone in like three years if he's good, um, maybe Jackson State would jump conferences. Hmm. To what? Conference USA or probably Conference USA or I'll say like maybe like 
even Sun the uh, what's it conference Troy Sunbelt Sunbelt or like mm-hmm. the American Conference with you know like Florida, you know uh with FAU and US USF. Like I, I got you. Uh, I don't know about that one. That that's UCF yeah. and all of them. I don't know. That might be a I, little I bit too advanced for them right there. But I can definitely see Southern Miss, and definitely can see the Sun Belt one. I don't think that'll happen because I think the only reason why it wouldn't happen is just from a historical standpoint. Right. JSU's a big uh, HBCU, yeah. and the fact that they get to play TSU, Alcorn, you know, Grambling, um, like that's a big, you know, those those games mean something. Even though they're, I think on a macro scale, um, it's everybody overlooks it. You know, mainstream yeah. overlooks, it, but in within the in the HBCU community, having Jackson State stay there is is pretty big because if they can't play all those other hbcus then it's like you know yeah they, they, yeah they'll be they, like i'll say one thing that's selling out is like that though dsu is not is in the ohio valley conference it's not in the it's not in a uh they, a, what, conference. yeah huh you said dsu no, TSU, uh, Tennessee oh. State University. They're in Ohio, the whole Ohio Valley Conference. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. So, which is like another Miami thing. So, what, so going going back to Jackson State, I think what Prime was talking about. You know, one thing is recruiting players, but he was talking about like having the facilities and things that you know make recruits want to come. So he was saying like, like the locker rooms, you know, facilities where you train, you know. Stuff like that also kind of matters. And he was like, yeah, I want to not just, you know, get recruits, but I also want to improve the facilities and the place too. And I think he might be able to maybe get some donor donations, you know, recruits. Yeah. Uh, well, they, I think they maybe, not, maybe not Jackson State, but other people to kind of re- donate to, you know, the school. historical black yeah. colleges. Well, yeah, the crazy I, thing I is they already too, said that um, they crushed their donations. Like, they did. They, they nice. did, man. Their goal was like five hundred thousand dollars, and they crushed this shit. So, so I'm, I think I'm happy for HBCU. Right I'm happy for HBCUs and the movement of, especially like young black players moving towards HBCUs now, uh, because there was actually a number one quarterback in New York committed to Grambling uh, this week. So it's yeah. it all started it all started bro i mean cuz yeah. remember the, i had that uh what was that guy who went to uh, he said he's going to howard um yeah the so basketball from a, from a, out a, here in california he's a four five star basketball player uh the 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 african guy yeah yeah so he he said he's going to howard like that's that's how it starts it starts it starts that you start getting the big names going to him then they have no reason but to start showing them yeah, because right now it's hard as hell to show to go watch a Howard University game on TV. Uh, it's rare; you won't yeah. see it. And, but, and it's been like that since you know I was living in Maryland. You know what I'm saying? And and you had to go, you had to go to the games. Wow. Yeah, it's just like here, man. You don't see any of those swat schools in here. I think this may give the conference a little bit more money too in there. You know, when you got coaches. Like Deion Sanders in there. I didn't even know Mo Williams is coaching at Alabama, uh, Alabama, Alabama State, State. I think yeah. uh, he's the basketball coach over there. So I mean, like, there. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, I think it's a good thing, and and I just can't wait to see it, man. I I, I really can't wait to see 
maybe one day the slack is like a really big deal. You know, you got black athletes there a little bit more spread out. They have look, they feel like they got more of a choice now. They can go to these HBCUs and get the same type of coverage, you know, because I feel like at this point now, kids have their own brand. So wherever they go, they bring that brand. Yeah, the social media, you know, you can. But another thing is, you know, it's kind of interesting, like going back to NFL history is like, you know, NFL was kind of segregated, but when they started integrating, you know, a lot of the teams and drafts, like I think I remember Cowboys, they actually went to HBCU College specifically, one of the first few teams early on to recruit, you know, to get some of these better talents. Yeah, the black players, man. Cause yeah. You got Walter Payton that came from there. Uh, Michael Strahan came from Texas, Su- Texas Southern or Texas State, something like that. Um, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Is Jerry Rice, yeah. Um, uh, Bob Barney. Yeah, there's there's just tons of, of tons of tons of Hall of Famers who have came out of the swag, man. I mean, like to get you got to think about like Grambling's coach was one of the winningest coach before before uh Joe Paterno. You know what I mean? So yeah, so sad. I think he, he made he a good got, point. He got to be the, one of the winning coaches after him because didn't he get a bunch of his wins taken away from him? <laughs> yeah, technically, because he was the first one to win like four hundred and something games. So like, now was at Grambling, man. He's one of the greatest coaches, football coaches, you know. So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, that's a good move. Let's, let's stay on football, but now it's been a shit ton, like three weeks since we last talked. So you already know NFL, big things popping. What's y'all biggest surprises with y'all biggest letdowns? Let's go ahead, Sam. Let me hear it. Oh man, you gotta start off with me. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, biggest, yeah, all right. So, biggest surprise is that the Buffalo Bills are for real. I think that's my biggest surprise. They for real, they for real. Josh Allen, oh, he hey, he playing, he playing. His 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 cup, he's he's having a coming out party this season. And Bro, I think my biggest from now on, he ain't never coming out. <laughs> it's too late, Chad. Yeah. It's too late. You you you'd have missed two optimal times for you to start him. And you saw what happened the one time you started him, <laughs> you win. Well, I I was looking at his schedule and who who he had. I didn't I didn't I saw it was the Rams. I knew they had a pretty good defense, so that was that was my reasoning. And I knew Kyler Hill was playing Detroit, which I know their defense really ain't that good. So that's all I was thinking. Kyler Murphy. Murray. Cal, yeah, Kyler Murphy. To, to hey, let me tell you. Let me, I'm going to tell you one thing, Shad, and this is my only advice when it comes to fantasy football. Once you got a stud, and a stud is Josh Allen, you play him no matter who he's playing. I have not taken – I have not even thought about taking Russell Wilson off of my lineup. Mm-hmm. And he played – he played, in my opinion – the best, the best defense last week in the league. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, 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 yeah, y'all, y'all cut me off, man. Ain't even my bad, man. I'm sorry, my sir. My bad, my bad. Y'all Sam. talking about your fantasy team? I'm sitting there trying to give y'all my biggest disappointment. Uh, my go. biggest, my biggest disappointment, I think, has to be the Atlanta Falcons. Actually, um, to be zero and three and to drop two big leagues where you could have been two and one heading into week four of the season. Yeah. And to have all that talent, I think, Boy. man, I think uh, Quinn's out, he's going to be out the door here soon. Boy. He's not going to survive the season. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you, man. I I, I had watched uh, 
I watched that uh, Dallas game last week, and I was like, oh, shit, ain't no way they beating the Braves out. End of the game, I'm like, ain't no way. This is the same <laughs> shit. Yeah. Y'all been doing this shit. And then it happened again today. And then luckily, I got a chance to put some money on the Bears, just like, just had some spare money to be like, oh, let me put it on the Bears just to see if they 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 give up another one. And then they gave up another one. I said, oh, shit, what's going on? Yeah, uh, DC, there's an interesting stat out that Atlanta in the last five seasons, Atlanta has blown more 15 point leads than any other team in the NFL. That's crazy. So, That's they, crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, man, they, they've really been stinking up the joint lately. Yeah. But that Super Bowl just ruined them, man. I don't know yeah. what happened. I mean, but isn't, it, isn't that the same coach from the Super Bowl? Yeah, same coach. Yeah. Get his ass up out of there. Yeah, man. Let's get his ass up out of there, man. They need another coach. Let's give somebody. Let's give somebody another chance. If they ain't doing it, yeah. I, uh, and I, don't, I don't think it's the guys, man. Matty Ice has looked pretty good, and good ain't the word, bro. Offense looks good, but like I, I will say, I question for them. I, just, I, I they just question. can't finish a fucking game. That's just it. I, that's all they say. They can't finish a game. I will but, say I did question um, Todd Gurley. Just because really? he don't look the same. He don't look injury, the same. Bro. He don't look the same. I mean, I ain't out here. I ain't out there running the football. But I, my guy, he he. I think he scored his first touchdown this week of the season. He's so, on my team. Uh, speaking of you, what are your biggest uh, surprises and letdowns, Sanjay? I was gonna say Trubisky, but. Did he get injured? I don't know. I saw Nick Foles come on. No, they for the Bears. Him. They benched his ass. They benched. Man. Yeah, man. Damn. They're going in a different direction, man. So I guess Nick Foles would be the biggest surprise. <laughs> Nick Foles. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing as Sam, but I'm just going to try to do it a little bit Trubisky, differently. Yeah, Trubisky is the biggest letdown. Nick Foles was yeah. a good surprise. He he made some good plays, but in, he also fucked up at first too. But it was like like we were saying, the Falcons gave them every chance to get back to get, to get in the game. What about you, Big Shad? Let's hear it. Man, I I, I hate to agree with Sam, but that's what right. the Bills definitely are surprising. My, I think the biggest disappointment right now, I'm going to say the 49ers, and just because they've had a shit ton of in, in, injuries. I expected uh, them to be shit. I I didn't. I expect the 49ers to come out and count. They're not really shit though. They're three and zero, right? Or they're two and one. Two and one. Two and one. They're not shit. And they no, won the day. I think the injuries are going to hamper them though. They they lost both their defensive ends, or they lost their quarterback, and they lost somebody else too. So I'm I'm not. I get it's their it. field too, huh? People say it's their field, the grass or turf, whatever they use. I, yeah, but everybody's – I mean, nobody else has had that many injuries on it, and they just played on it today. So, I, I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. I think that I, that's the only thing I can go different from Sam, just being like a, the injuries this year. Let me just say the injuries period are just an impact this year. Yeah. Let's, go ahead. More than- Let's go ahead and discuss injuries. You had – Automatically, uh, week two was one of the bloodiest days in NFL history. 
as far as injuries. I don't want to say bloody is. I'm just saying as far as injuries. McCaffrey. Had there, yeah, McCaffrey. You had um, Bosa. Saquon. Saquon. Yeah, before the Chargers even started, they had lost Duran James the week before the 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 season even started. Now, I honestly oh. feel like, and then I mean, then then you have the quarterback got hurt last game against the Chiefs, and he didn't get hurt. His doctor punctured his lungs. Oh yeah, that's oh what yeah, Tyra. Man, my boy can't catch a break, man. Everywhere he go. I'm really, I'm just really at this point. Like, did the NFL rush it? Should they have allowed preseason games? I feel like they should at least have a few preseason games just to get warmed up. I mean, these guys. I I don't know, man. I think now they're gonna see the importance of preseason games because before nobody wanted to see them, but like to. They need at least two tune-up games, bro. They need those two tune-up games. Like, one game, you don't play no starters. You just play all the secondary people or whatever. And maybe you do three preseason games. I don't know. I think three or two, but you need the 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 whatever. They need to play. They, they need that tune-up game, bro. They need yeah. that. The same thing I, as, like they say, it's like driving 60 miles per hour than trying to go – race in a NASCAR race going 200 miles per hour. Yeah, man, but, you know, I I don't know if that – if the injuries technically have anything to do with the preseason, though. I think, man, I – I mean, you did – don't you – I don't know, Sam. I think think it did, man, because, like, at least they got out there. They're going 100% right now. You know, at least they have, like, maybe two games to work out some kinks. If they had, like, a – like Julio Jones with hamstrings. Look at how many hamstrings injuries they've had. Dude. He's yeah. always had those, even with the preseasons. <laughs> even when we had seasons with preseasons, he he always Julio is always injured. Always. But he produces. <laughs> I just think no, Shad, you're right though, Shad. You, you know that, that that's a good point. You know to be able to play a, a warm up game or two, just to try to make sure your technique and everything's good. But and you I don't think, play the full game either. So I mean, that's yeah, you thing. don't need to play the full game, man. It's just to you, get you, the couple, you know, couple snaps, getting in there, couple snaps. You know, get hit one time. Like, oh, okay, I'm back in the game. You know, but you know, but yeah, I think you know just the fact that you still not they, these guys had ample time to practice, and you know, I no, think they did No, they did not in the pandemic. It's different. Yes, they the did. Pandemic. Yeah, no, you got to think they did. They started training camp in July, just as usual. They just didn't do the preseason. They, that uh, was the difference. No, 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 they reduced no, no. the amount of practice. They, uh, they started. They started at the beginning of August. They didn't start yes, in July. They did start in August, but they mm-hmm. did like do two weeks of no pads, no touching, none of that. Then they did like two weeks of scrimmages. Usually, it's like a month or two. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you need, so that, maybe, you need that pad time, Sam. You so, know you need that pad. Well, time. so maybe yeah, you do, bro. So maybe that's more the fact. Maybe COVID. Maybe the fact that we're just in a COVID season has more to do with these injuries than the lack of preseason games. Because the fact that they aren't having padded practices as much and they're not getting used to all that contact, and then yeah. they come in these games and then they're just playing and and it and is in and their but techniques often they're getting hurt more often. But it's different types of 
but it's different type of hits. I think you know when you get hit in practice versus a preseason versus a live game. You know you're building up that level, the force yeah. you're taking. You know, yeah, yeah you're slowly I, building your way up. But, but Sanjay, I think preseason th- gives you like something to work towards. You know, it, I you know you implement game plans. You you can fine tune things that you kind of see. You know, like little techniques, little things. You know. Yeah, I disagree though. But you got to think just the way that they practice nowadays. Think about how an NFL practice today versus you know fifteen years ago. And I'm going to try to get away from ranting, but you know I just really think it's just the fact that these guys haven't had as many padded practices as they typically do, and they're just not used to the contact. And you know maybe the preseason, maybe playing one or two preseason games would have helped. I wouldn't disagree with that completely, but I wouldn't say that's the reason why we're seeing all these injuries. I just think th- these guys aren't. Like you said, just not having as many padded practices as they used to have. Guys used to get less injured when they were hitting each other more. Look, I'm just gonna say this: preseason is a padded is a a pad practice to me. That's all it is. Preseason games, it's padded practice against somebody else. Your teammates aren't gonna hit you as hard as somebody else hitting you. Yeah, but Shad, if they already aren't playing as many preseason games, if the starters aren't playing as much in the preseason, then what difference does it make that? That that whether they play more preseason games to get used to contact if they're already not playing, and you still get contact, you still so get like a I person. Said, no, so <laughs> like I said, the practice. <laughs> we talking about practice, man. Look, like my boy. Hey, we talking about practice, practice? man. Look, practice. <laughs> football is practice. That's what football is. Practice. Football is practice and rhythm and. I'm sorry, not so you AI, bro. We talking about practice, not a game. Practice. <laughs> Practice. I think practice, bro. That's that's the more of the story, man. So uh, I let y'all do y'all up, up, upsets and surprises. Go ahead and say one thing. As far as upsets, they gave Deshaun Watson all that money just to fuck. <laughs> and that's in my opinion. I, I I would look. Let's listen. Look at this. Listen to this. You got the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Vikings. Off rip, the first four games are against really good defensive teams. Jaguars, that should be, that's his first win of the year, in my opinion. Titans, one in five. Packers, one in six. Jags, two. Two in six. Browns, three. Patriots, three and seven. Lions, Colts, Bears, Colts, Bengals, Titans. That's my biggest disappointment. I I feel like the Texans, I'm not even a Texan fan, but if you give somebody that much money and you want them to run your and be the face of your franchise, you got to show them some fucking love. What the fuck was Bill O'Brien thinking about getting rid of getting rid of uh Hopkins? Hopkins. I mean, because you obviously see that that's what he needs. And you know, Brandon Cooks is not that big of a upgrade. He only has 115 yards on the season, seven receptions on the season. That's their that's their reception leader. Seven. You know why they can't get the ball to the damn wide O-line? receiver? The O-line. That's their biggest problem has been the O-line, really. 
David Johnson has carried the ball. This is which, who you trade. This is who you traded for 22 times. 22 times over three games. DC, I won't say it this like I, you can go back to several podcasts. We had the same discussion. I said the son Washington should run from the Texans instead of taking a deal. I said yeah. he should have went somewhere else because they have traded everybody away that was useful for him. But you also got to think about it, man. Young black man was on a uh, family within an assistant. He just got it off that damn rookie contract. He need that money. You know how much he's going to do with that money? He's probably going to help some people out. You know, he was one of the people who were, his family, his mom was one of the people who received a Ward Dunn house. You know what I'm saying? So you know he's going to be back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I got it, bro, but like if, the Texans what are the Texans doing? doing? Get, they're, they're, they in one of the no they're in one of the easiest divisions in the NFC, in the, in, the, in the AFC. They should have been looking to be playing for a Super Bowl instead of giving this man this money and then saying, oh, let me shoot one of your kneecaps, too. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Both of your kneecaps. Because they me fucked him. Mm. But their defense isn't that great either. Their defense is besides oh, Watts. Man. That's yeah, they only have one or two. Watts is not that good, that great, bro. They yeah. traded Clowney because of Watts. I guarantee you this would happen. <laughs> they they wanted to not they wanted to keep his, his image. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. DC DC, you're right, bro. I think uh man, I, I don't think Bill O'Brien's gonna be the Houston Texans coach slash GM. Um, after this season, man, I think, man, after practically trading, uh, you trade the uh, DeAndre Hopkins away nothing for for a ham sandwich, technically, <laughs> and uh, clowning for nothing. And, Did y'all hear why he traded him? Did yeah, he ask for a raise? Yeah, yeah, and it, and he, what he was asking for was reasonable. He, was he asked for a raise. You're not Bill Belichick, Bill O'Brien. You don't have the rank to do that. They should have just paid that man. Now, now their whole fucking franchise is going to be in a disarray for the next five years. But yeah. they, guess what? They gonna get some picks though. They gonna get some nice little picks for it. You know. Yeah, but in, in the meantime, Watson is running for his life. Life, and literally, he's probably going to be injured a lot, and his career is probably going to be shortened because of it. Yeah, he got that hundred million, so he's good. <laughs> yeah. I just said he got his bag. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of glad. You know, I I wouldn't feel bad as at least he secured a good bag. You know, so he's good. This man is like, yeah, you secured a bag, so it don't really matter. Hey, man. All right. Um, and my biggest surprise. So we talked about the the disappointment. Biggest surprise is the football. There's- you already know I was finna go there, y'all. The football team. We not as trash as I thought we were gonna be. We, oh, we might not have uh, a name. I'm gonna tell y'all you. Get, didn't y'all get waxed by Cleveland today? <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> but y'all uh, are definitely. We're way better than I thought we were gonna be. Honestly, we are. And letting just letting y'all know, we're we're number one in our division. But, so yeah, actually, you're first place. Yeah, you're actually you're first place. place. Hey, DC, just this second. Phil is third. Parade. You said what, Chad? I don't mean to step on Washington's parade. 
but I watched the Bengals play today, man. Hold up, hold up. I'm not done. I don't want to hear that shit. I'm not done. <laughs> we're still talking about we're still talking about Washington. We started off the season with a win. We demolished the trash ass Eagles. They're they're horrible. They should have lost to the Bengals today, but they tied. That just goes to show you how bad they are. Or bad the division is. Whoa, yeah. calm down, son. Hold on. <laughs> I heard Peterson and Wentz might have some issues. Well, they were, they were talking about benching him. They're talking about benching. Let's just be honest with you. In for the division, they don't have anyone to throw to. All their wide receivers are hurt. Injured. But let, we're getting off the thing. My boy Chase Young looks amazing. He hurt his groin today. Yes, we did lose to the – and this is the only negative part I will say about the Washington football team. Yes, we did lose to Cardinals last week. That was going to be a hard hard game going there to win. Uh, we lost to the Browns today. Uh, we should have beat them. We might need a new quarterback. Just saying. I was just going to ask you that. I was just going to ask you that. Uh, really? Why? Hopkins, Haskins, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not on the Hopkins train, bro. Haskins, nah, I'm not. I, mm-hmm. no, it's not that. I think he's a good guy, and, and maybe, maybe down the road, like maybe this loss, like put some pep in his step because we play. Um, uh, who do we play next week? Um, let's go. Let me go see real quick. We play. We play the Ravens next week. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the onslaught there. But DC, no, it's not, it, bro. bro. Our it's defense is not trash. Yeah, but your offense is, and it's going. Look, look. Sometimes your your best look. They say sometimes your best defense is a bet is a great offense. They never say a great offense is a great defense. Or sometimes your best okay, offense okay, is okay. a good defense. So we go, so, we go one and four. We play the Giants. We beat them. We play the Giants twice in three weeks. So, and then we play uh, on the 25th of October. We do play the, the Cowgirls. Yeah, y'all so. lose that game too. <laughs> hey, speaking of that, well, dude. I don't know, man. Because I, I honestly do not bro, feel like their defense is great. Bro, it's hard, to, it's hard to think, D.C., that somebody in the NFC, there's a good chance that somebody's going to win seven games, if that, in the NFC East and make the playoffs. I doubt it, dude. Uh, Cowboys no. gonna win probably ten. Somebody's gonna win at least. <laughs> oh 10. Lord, I forgot. Sunday a bandwagon. Ah, I forgot. Damn it. Bandwagon. I know you ain't talking Seattle. Peyton ain't no Manning. bandwagon. So I got Seattle. Uh, Peyton Manning. Hey, hey. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Indiana hold on. Colts. Denver Broncos. Seattle. Ooh. Oh, I ain't. I look. Sunday, you just hating, bro? Cause you jumping. I've been to Seattle. See, I'm saying. Since I was 13, so I was that's a lot. The, I did not see Seattle Seahawks fandom until they won that Super Bowl and beat Peyton Manning. Look, I'm gonna tell you, bro, because I was a fan back when they had Mike Hasselback at quarterback. Sean Alexander was uh, the running back. Mike Holgram was the head coach. Their best wide receiver was Nate Burleson. He was all right. And like, well, man, I, I've been a fan of Seattle. Oh, you? Man, I, I was a big fan, fan of primetime. Yeah, man, I've been a, I've been a fan. I've been a big fan of Dallas Primetime, Emmett Smith, you know, Michael Irvin, <laughs> Bob Hayes. Hey, so who's you know you weren't watching first? football back in 96. So. Bullet Bob Hayes. Uh, Who did Primetime play for first? Uh, Atlanta. Who do you play for after uh, Cowboys? Uh, 
San Francisco. Oh no, he went to San Atlanta, San Francisco, or I don't know, something like that. No, it's San Francisco. Then he played. He went. Baltimore. He went Atlanta, San Francisco Cowboys, no, Washington. No, Baltimore. this is how, this is how you quiz exactly Sanjay. How he went. Let's see. Let's quiz San, Sanjay. Who was the quarterback? Who started? Who's the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys before Tony Romo? Was it Quincy Carter? Ooh. Lucky freaking guess. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> Quincy Carter. You're right. I was like, golly. I All don't right. think. No. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it I, was. But they also had that white boy from uh, Oklahoma State. He was an old guy. Weeden? Weeden. They had Weeden for a while. And yeah. some- but Weeden was like the background, back, backup. He was a yeah, backup. No, Weeden was a starter for a while. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. He, he started got started making... because Tony Romo was hurt. But yeah, he put, he, but he was a backup. They signed him as a backup. I thought they signed him as a start. Oh, that was Tony. Because he, he was there. He was there when when Dak was there, and Dak won the backup job from him. Yeah, hmm. my so. bad. No, you. Hey, did. speaking of that, did y'all see that? Like they literally called five flags. Uh, Dallas versus Seattle, like literally, they were Seattle was on the forty yard line. They called five flags in a row, so Seattle could, could score a touchdown. Man, pathetic. Yes. Then they call another, you know, two point conversion. Dudes get sacked. Oh my god, oh, roughing the fucking passer. Two all minutes right. left. I'm with you. I'm with you. So we all talked about our Super Bowl predictions, right? Do we? Yeah. Very yep. good a while ago. Who do y'all have? Because I'm not gonna lie, I don't really see nobody beating Seattle. They look amazing. What? They almost they got torched. Their second their defense sucks. But the thing is, this is what I'm trying to tell you though. Just like just like Sam just said, the best defense is a good offense. Them but, boys, them boys but, is not scared to go up against no one. <laughs> But what are you talking about? Like, no, I just explained to you, case, dude. Man, like, literally, they scored 14 of their points bro. just came off penalties. They they had, like, half of their points came off. No. 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 Literally. Dude, they scored. They were on the 40-yard line. They got five penalties in a row. They got. They went from the 30-yard line all the way to the goal line. Of course you're going to score. They got an easy uh, safety. They get the ball back Sunday, right away. Outside of the look, Sonia, you you looking at one game, Sonia? We're looking at the whole body of work with Seattle. This, this man season. threw five touchdowns, two games in a row against Atlanta. Atlanta shitty ass defense. Against yeah, he, he played New five, England. He didn't throw five against Atlanta. He threw five against New England in the England. best fucking cornerback in the league. Gilmore. Yeah. yeah. But there's three other guys that, you know, I mean, New Orleans. Oh, God. No, he was aiming at – they went at Gilmore. They went at yeah, Gilmore. They, let's, not, let's not act yeah, like but, they – Yeah, but, but you know, I mean, it's how much pressure did they get, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm saying, like, it doesn't matter. You can't cover for a whole hour. You can't cover for a whole day, dude. If, you know, New England oh, lost about 20 starters. How many starters did they lose? It don't matter. In the secondary, they didn't lose anybody. Did they Sunday? lose both of their safety? No. Sunday did they lose one of the McCourty? They still, they still have both of the McCourties. They lost cats- They lost Hightower. They lost a good amount of people, though. Yeah, but they said they Hightower washed. What? Yeah. He washed up. He's been in the league washed too long. Dude, he's not washed up. Every time they won a Super Bowl, he-, he opted out because he's washed. He's old. He was afraid he was going to get it. <laughs> 
my God. Y'all are pitiful, man. I, I, but for real, though, Seahawks look amazing. Shad, you said, what did you say? You said the Bills? Yeah, I say I think the Bills, if they keep it up, they, they might make They're going to be in the mix, in my opinion. You got to knock, you got to knock the king off. And right now the king is always going to be Mahomes. That boy looked good, boy. He he always going to look good. They had, they had some stumbles against the Chargers last week and they got a tough game to tomorrow. And I'm, that's why I'm glad we're doing this tonight. Cause we're going to be watching that motherfucker tomorrow. It's going to be good. Yeah, uh, buddy. Count on it. Dak. Dak. Get out. I'm booting. Oh. Son. I'm kicking Sanjay right now. A prediction: uh, Dallas versus Chiefs, <laughs> and Dak's gonna win the MVP. No, Gosh, man. Put put money on it, like you said. Come on, let's put, put some money, money on, on it. A hundred. A hundred. A hundred that 100 Dak dollars. wins MVP. So if, if he doesn't win MVP, you give me a hundred. Super Bowl MVP. Oh. Against- okay, I'll Super do that Bowl. too. Because then that, that means if he don't make it to the Super Bowl, you automatically owe me a hundred. I'm just only doing Super Bowl MVP, not regular season MVP. Okay, so if he doesn't make it in the Super Bowl, you owe me a hundred. All right, but if he does, you owe me a thousand. Hell no, that's not how it works. I'm taking the hey, bigger risk. Easy, Am I not man. taking the bigger risk? You know, it's like nope. odds and payout, right? No, nope. no. I'm nah. taking the biggest risk. No, nah. you got to give me nah. at least nah. double two hundred. Nah. I'll do the two hundred. Two hundred for one. Shake my hand. Nah. Uh, yeah, you don't want to do that, huh? Because you don't really believe your words. I do, but I don't believe that defense or the refs. Okay, their defense is trash. And you think they're going to make it a Super Bowl, but they're not. They are. If it wasn't for the goddamn refs, they would have beat Seattle. Oh, my gosh. This man's home. <laughs> if it wasn't for the refs. This man got like conspiracy theories. Right Bruh, I mean, like, two-point conversion. Did they, did they not just call a fucking penalty? Gave the man two points. It, it was a head-on head collision, helmet collision. He hit but, him with his helmet. If you want your team to win, make sure your team plays by the rules. They have rules and set for a reason. Literally, dude. Okay, J- they called Jalen Smith for passing interference because Greg Oldham went out of bounds. Bobby Wagner or somebody else pushes somebody up. Yeah, one of the wide receivers out. No call. I mean, it's like t- – it's tick and tack, but they're only calling one side, at least this game. You know, five flags in a row two for a touchdown. We can be honest. Y'all are supposed to be 0-3. For no. real. No. Yeah, we should have lost to Atlanta. No. Dude, we should be 3-0 and right now. That Rams, that's another bullshit call. Literally. Oh, against oh. the Rams. 0-3. 3-0 right now. 3-0. 0-3. and who? 3. 3-0. Three. Three and, and I put I'll, – I'll bet this against Sam, though. Uh, the NFC East winner is gonna have more than nine wins, nine minimum. Really? Yeah. You want to bet on that? You want to? I'll put. Uh, I'll that? put some money on that. I'll put fifty on that. All right, fifty dollars here, Sanjay. If uh, hold you on. said more than nine wins, so if they get nine, it don't count. They got to get more. Nah, than nine not, wins. Said, I said hey, nine DC, wins minimum. We need to. We need to. We need to. Well, we need to more than, grab these nine clips and play it back huh? when this shit happens. You feel me? <laughs> Nine wins, baby. <laughs> I doubt it, Sanjay. Either NFC team is gonna be either seven and nine or eight and eight. Heck, Dude. they might be six and ten and might still get in. I doubt it. There's too many terrible teams. Giant, giant sucks. There's not really that many terrible teams. Everyone looks sucks. Even. At least two teams sucks. Maybe one might be competent. <laughs> okay. 
my man said competent. Competent. <laughs> All right. Uh, anybody else? Anything on the NFL? I'm excited. It's been a great three weeks already. We're in the yeah. middle of the, the Packers Saints. Yeah, I'm watching. Bro, I gotta it. go in a little bit. It's almost. Slow. All right, we go. We got you. We got you. We only got All two right. more quarters, bro. All right, let's go ahead and get into the NBA. One second. We're going to make it quick. Lakers, Miami. Miami ended up pulling that game off. We started in Miami, yeah. Miami by six when we started this podcast. They won by like 10. That's oh, really? Crazy. Yeah. So they won. Is it game? They're in the, <coughs> the finals. Is yeah. it, Sanjay? Finals, I think, is going to be Wednesday. I think this game won the finals. Might be Thursday or something like that. That sounds right. Lakers Ooh. and five. Lakers and five. Lakers and five. I yep. think I, I, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, just because they're gonna they're gonna say we did this for Kobe, we did this for Gianna, and yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe Lakers. Mentality. I think Miami can pull off too. I I think the Lakers in six. Miami's a feisty yeah. team. I think Eric Spolster Eric Spolster doesn't get the credit he deserves. Man, he's a great uh, coach. Um, yeah, I know he was discredited a lot when they had the big three down there in Miami, but he's really like he's really proven. To not have like a really like without having like a team with like a real all star on it, and to have like really the best record in the bubble, like to have your team ready to play and, and you out playing cats in the East, like he like man Eric Spoelstra uh, deserves a lot of credit. But he I, think do. Miami, I think Miami's good can't, too. Can't, can I say this? He's not. So does that make Ty Lue a bad coach then? What do you mean? What, what do you mean? Because after LeBron left, they fired Ty Lue <laughs> at Cleveland. That was political, man. That was just like they didn't have any talent in Cleveland. And, and he got and, there. And to be real about it, Ty, Ty Lue was probably only there because of LeBron. Because they, the, they got rid of the European dude for LeBron. Blatt. Yeah, yeah. David Blatt. That was the stupidest hire ever. Well, you got to think it wasn't because you got to think they hired Black before they knew LeBron was going to come back to Cleveland. Yeah, he was there to like help them get those new kids, those those younger guys up yeah. to speak. Yeah. So, but, uh, Lakers and Heat, Lakers and five. Mm. Does all right. So the bigger thing, I can, who scores more points in the series, LeBron or AD? AD. Mm. AD's their scorer. LeBron's their facilitator. Um, they they still need to get – I don't know what they're going to do. Like, they, they're they not going to be able to do this two years in a row. No. The, the only good thing is that um that the season starts in January for the next season. They got, they got to get them somebody because Caldwell Pope, not that great. Rondo has been pretty good for them. Um, but he's been injured. Kuzma hasn't been amazing. He hasn't even Bro. been consistent. Really. Well, he's been consistent off the bench, though. Yeah. No, yeah. What? He hasn't. He hasn't been amazing. You know what I'm saying? He's he's giving them a good. Been, what a good eight points on average. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say, man. I'm thinking Kuzma should be putting up like at least fourteen to fifteen coming off the bench. As much as they were raving about him during the season. Yeah, yeah, but he's. It's not like they traded away their best asset. Man was Brandon Ingram. Yeah, they messed up. Yeah, they should have they should have traded away everybody but Ingram. Yeah, they, they keep Ingram. Oh, that's a different team. That's a different monster. Ingram, Ingram, AD, LeBron, AD and LeBron. Oh my God, 
and just I cannot wait to see what the Pelicans do next year. Um, be sorry. Well, hold on. <laughs> yeah, be overrated and hype. Pause. I'm not gonna say they're not. Go- Brandon Ingram is going to show out next year. I think. I think people are starting to realize his design may not be what he's advertised to be. I don't think he's going to be able to, once again, I'm going to state this again. I don't think his career is going to last long. I don't think he's going to stay healthy, and I think they're going to baby him. Whatever. I still think my boy John Moran is probably going to be, like, one of the best players in the league in two years. But uh, Ingram's going to ball the hell out next year, without a doubt, because he's going to be the certified leader of that team, the certified leader. I think, yeah. I, think I think they chop Lonzo Ball, too. They try to see yeah. what they can do. I don't think so. Really? They do need a better He's their second guard, best player. Though. They need a better port guard. They do. Yeah, but DC, I want to kind of talk about that just a little bit, too, um, what you said before we start talking about the Pelicans. Um, but I think the landscape of the Western Conference is going to be a lot different next season, and I don't see the Lakers repeating as champions because you're going to have the Splash Brothers back in Golden State healthy. And ready to go, um, and, and if they get that ball boy too, it's over with for them. But, yeah, Bro, they haven't won got, without KD. Yeah, and man, I think I really, man, we'll see. But maybe the Clippers go and get them a little bit more help. They can't. Uh, they traded everything away. Well, I ain't say through a trade. Maybe they get some free agents or something. Um, but they yeah. definitely need a little bit more. Because, yeah, I think maybe they do something to help themselves out. But I think the Lakers will still be competing. Maybe the they trade Paul George. They can't. I don't know, but they said uh, they said that Paul George gave a speech after their exit and said, man, we wasn't even supposed to be in a – we wasn't going to championship anyway. There was a rebuilding year that we were just seeing how he was <laughs> and that people were pissed off about it. Yeah, I've been pissed. And so uh, – I don't know what they what the Clippers do. I do think that the Denver Nuggets. Yes. Yes. I, I think they end up trading Michael Porter Jr. and get why they don't they don't have a need for him. He wants to start. He wants to go somewhere where he can start. Yeah. And they need more but pieces. He's such That's a, a good piece talent, to trade, man. They, did you see them? They, they never. They didn't even play him. Yeah, I they know. only played him. The minute Gary Harris came back, they stopped playing him. And that's it what been seven. Said, that's what he said during the Clippers. During the Clippers, he was like, Well, you already know I'm here on the bench. He criticized the coach and he said something. The coach started playing him a little bit more, but you know, he wants to go somewhere where he can start. He, he, he does, but he, he's a talent though, man. I don't I don't know about trading him. I really don't. I mean, but I, what I, do you do to your talents, bro? Someone who wants to do something that you you go trade them, get some value for them. I, I can honestly see that them trading him and somebody else to Washington for Bill and get them another score around the man, that'd be nasty. No, they need a perimeter player. They need a wing guy. Yeah. They do. They got Jeremy they need, Green. They need a Bill or they need a Bill or yeah, he's small. Right, on the wall, bro. Like they, like you said. Dude, like, if they got Simmons, like, what if they got Ben Simmons? That would be a good Combination. Uh-uh. No, Ben Simmons playing the paint, man. They no, uh-uh. they don't need no more. But Ben players. Simmons pays in the paint. Yojic can play outside. So can Murray. This is a good Joe combo. No. no, it's not. They no. need another outside presence. They need somebody who can play on the wing. They really do. Somebody. They need a stretch four. 
That wouldn't or be bad. A, a stretch four, a stretch three. Uh, uh, yeah. Or somebody four. that can play in the paint. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Jokic, man. They good. Jokic, Jokic is, is the really paint, paint, man. He he plays in the paint, but they, they really need a stretch four or like a, a small um, – a small really, forward. A forward. Small forward. Yeah, a small forward. They can shoot the ball. Yeah, man. They'll, they'll allow Sadie Osmond. They'll get so, uh, more room in down low. So, uh, my my question for y'all is, um, are y'all ready for the next the next uh, quarter? All right, final quarter, fourth and final quarter. I, I think the best thing for us to do every segment is use that fourth quarter to – you know, whatever grinds our gear going on, we speak about it that one point, and then, you know, that that's that's how we get out. We four of us, we use that right there. Somebody runs over time, man, we let it go. All right, so let's start with uh, let's start with Shad. Shad, you ended last time. Oh uh, man, I don't have anything that grinds my gears this week, man. <laughs> like nothing that 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 has actually like peed me off this week. I guess it's because I I kind of been in like a little bubble myself more so. I've been okay. shooting weapons all week, bro. So okay. I've been in heaven. Heaven. Yeah. Hey, you look you you love them weapons. You love them guns. Man, I do. Man, shooting that fifty cal. That song, uh, nice dude. I'm telling you. Bro. It's nice. I, I know. I, I think I sent y'all that video. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Man, we um, playing rounds down range, bro. It was it was awesome. Had a great. Is it live demos? Yeah, live demos. Me, me, live. Yeah, live demos. I would say. Um, yeah, hey, don't cross. Yeah, he's gonna bundle y'all up and shoot your ass up in the hill. What? I would say what grinds my gears for this week would be um, we have an election coming up on the 3rd of November, correct? Yeah, correct. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died and and her dying wish, according to her daughter, was that they didn't pick anyone, let the new president or let after her, you know, afterwards. Pick uh, pick a new Supreme Court, you know, justice, and um, they totally disregarded it, and they they're they're now they are nominating another woman, which is you know that's cool. Um, I don't know who much about her. I'm gonna go read up about her later tonight because I've been wanting to read about it. Very but just fact, I just I just love how double standards. Are something so big and like Lindsey Graham, who is on the uh, like uh, gonna be on the the judicial uh committee to make sure like to qualify her or not. He's like going through with it, but like my whole thing was like he hates Trump, and he's a Republican. I'm not gonna say he hates Trump, but he strongly dislikes Trump. Why go along with this? But when it was. During our last president, President Obama's, and we had someone. They said, "Wait until," and then we did. You know what I'm saying? So why go? On, and it was a big thing about that. They didn't want nobody to 
picked a new new Supreme Judge Supreme Court justice. Why are we why why should we have to get someone that not many people know about? I mean, no matter what, it's still better than the person that they were saying that he was gonna um nominate because that person had said we're gonna go ahead and get rid of Roe versus Wade immediately. And I was like, oh. But she does, she supports that. Mm-hmm. She supports she's getting really, rid of it. She's a, yeah. yeah, she's a Catholic and she's like really, really stout conservative. <laughs> Um, from what I've read and seen on her, uh, she doesn't have very much judicial experience. Actually, he had just appointed her to the Court of Appeals last year. Court, tell me if I'm wrong or not, uh, Sanjay. I think it was last year. That's crazy. I'm not sure, but I think it's just not. She doesn't really have any goddamn experience. Yeah, she don't really have anything, and uh, <laughs> to sit her on that. On that bench with little to no experience and being a stout conservative, and like she is, she's wrote a couple papers against vote Roe versus Wade, and that being some of your religious views, you should accuse yourself from um, from voting on certain things. Uh, I don't know. If she's the best, huh? I said, but we know she's not going to. <laughs> yeah, but keep going. I'm listening. Yeah, she's not going it's... to. Um, I, I. It's a really conservative pick, and I think the Republicans are going to try to push and get her in there before we got 40-something days left before the election. So I think they're going to try to push it. But like you said, there's such a double standard because we're at the end of a presidency near, just near, and you should wait till after the election to appoint a new um, Supreme Court justice. But they want to do it just in case they don't win the the election. So they want to do an appeal. Yeah, they can contest the votes. It's basically 2000 again, you know, Bush, uh, Gore versus Bush. So if there's any contested counts, ballots, you know, same thing. That's why they're trying to destroy the mail-in ballots, you know. Mm-hmm. So, they, if you know, if there's a contest for that, they can toss certain votes out. Then yeah. also another thing is the American Health Care Act, you know, Obamacare. They're mm-hmm. trying to repeal that. So that's another thing. If they get a you know person in, they can repeal that. Uh, they got a lot of agendas. They basically, you know, they value the Supreme Court more than others because, you know, you can repeal laws or nullify them. And, you know, conservatives, they're all about anti-government, lesser regulations. And that's what they think is the best way to, you know, get their agenda done. Which is kind of funny because that's what they hate. They like, oh, Democrats will always have a activist judge, you know, judge who makes the law. But they are such fucking hypocrites, man. Everything they do is totally double standards, and they do exactly opposite of what they preach. Please, so Sanjay, since you're speaking, what's, what's grinding your gears this week and for the next one? I think that would have been it, man. RGB, what you said. I think that was a good point. Uh, I think recently, uh. Another thing that just came out was supposedly Tuck's, uh, t- Trump's tax return. He literally paid $750. All that. $750 in the past how many two years? years. Hey, man. The last two years. Hey, look, I know you mad at him, but I need his fucking accountant, bro. Fuck. But that's called tax fraud. All the shit they have is all embezzlement, money laundering. Uh, he ain't gonna go to jail. This is how it works. Yeah, the watch. But another thing is, 
another thing is okay. Speaking of Supreme Court justice, you know Kavanaugh, the one that got appointed uh, a year or two ago or whatever, he yeah. supposedly had like over a million dollars or a good amount in debt, and before he got confirmed, his debt was paid off and wiped off. We don't know who it is, but it's like a you know shell company or something that paid it off. That's crazy. Oh, that's crazy, bro. That's gonna be some scandals. He might lose his seat. Well, well the thing that might the be thing, a first. The thing for me was just when I when I saw that was just he, they well, said he owed like a hundred something million dollars, like he got a hundred million dollar tax return, and that the IRS has been investigating it for ten years. It's like how is that happening? You know what I'm saying? And so that's just crazy. Damn ball, last man, but definitely not least. What's grinding your gears, my guy? Um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily grinding my gears, but it's definitely uh, uh, something I definitely feel like I wanted to talk about. So uh, if you guys know, obviously this week we found out, uh, or late last week we found out that, or this week, yeah, Breonna Taylor, uh, obviously the all, one, one of three officers were indicted um, on, uh, obviously – for um man what's what is it uh just it shooting called? recklessly like a stupid basically yeah basically shooting recklessly yeah. but the term is hilarious um um wanton wanton endangerment. endangerment that's what it yeah. was um and uh man you know it, it's kind of weird in the light of that and i know a lot of people are talking about why aren't your officers being indicted um and man, it's it's kind of weird because a lot of things have happened and transpired in the last two weeks. Uh, Brianna Taylor's family settled for a twelve million dollars civil suit for the mm-hmm. wrongful death of Brianna Taylor, one um, of the largest police, uh, one of the largest amounts ever given for a police yeah. shooting. It's crazy. Yep, it, they settled uh, for a twelve million dollar suit and. Um, and then on, and I think that has me kind of in a, in a weird place where I'm trying to understand what does that mean moving forward now that her family has accepted a settlement? Cause does that, I hate to say it, but does that relieve the, the prosecution from actually trying no. to pursue? That's no, civil. no, that's, that's civil. civil versus criminal. That's civil. That's not the same thing. It's not criminal. So they can still sue the Educate what the this does is give them money to pursue the criminal case. But no, that that's not even that either because criminal will be the state. And so Yeah, but that, that grand I, that indictment goes to a all right, so a grand jury voted on that indictment. And that's that's all we got. And a lot of people were pissed off about that. I think because it, it, it makes us seem like our lives are not valued is what, what it screams. That what what we've been not saying, yet. hey, black lives matter. And it just so happened that this is a black woman. So it's like really saying like black women's lives don't matter or don't mean that much either. And yeah. Well, Shannon, the thing I think I want to get at too is so some things that I found out about Kentucky this week was obviously they're an open carry state. Mm-hmm. They have a state that had no knock warrants that was permitted. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, was it open carry, no knock warrants. And um, it was another law that they had, which, which, um, which was a little outlandish really. And it makes you wonder, like, just because the state had those three laws in place, does that, 
does that like put the man I hate using this word but the 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 government in a position to where when they the, a police officer can come in on a no knock warrant and you got an open carry state and you can come into somebody's apartment and that third one's really important I hate I, I can't I can't name it self defense stand your ground no, stand your ground stand your ground and um Mississippi has all those same laws man and it's like, and it's like, does that? I mean, because they have these laws in place, does that put? Can justice properly be served when you have a state that allows these things that they deem acceptable? And and if those things are deemed acceptable, if you look at them in their essence, it allows them to be a little reckless and for them to kind of just shrug it off, really. So who is it more so affecting? Are you saying it affects the citizen when it comes to uh, arrests like that because it's an open carry and there's a no knock? Or is it more in favor of the state? More in favor of the state, law enforcement, like those who, who, who I guess, create the laws technically. Well, I'm going to say no because if you're a gun activist, you should be on Brianna. Uh, boyfriend side because he had every right to protect himself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every yep. right to carry that gun that was his second amendment right though they had although the no knock warrant is is legal there they were in the wrong house so he had every right to shoot and to protect and defend himself mm-hmm. regardless because that 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 second amendment protects you from the state as well as nations it's not just a it's you have the right to protect your property and your life. Yeah, I think Shad, the bigger question that I'm really asking is does these laws that are in place allow the, the law enforcement to be more reckless? And yeah, it I does mean, it a platform for them to be and actually get away with the recklessness because of the laws that they have yeah, in place. Because no, because like staying your ground is for the citizen. The yeah. the open but, carry is a citizen. It's 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 just it's a right. But um but I, I think you're talking about two it, different things, though. I don't. The thing is, those laws applies to citizens. The rules and stuff for officers different. You know, I think in Florida, like you can't even interrogate an officer without you know only one person can interrogate an officer at a time. There's like certain rules and protections for officer versus normal civilians, and that's where they fucking they you know you. they get you. And same thing with those rules applying. You know, like they could have, you know, like. They, it's like a double standards, you know. They can, the state government can prosecute those officers. I'm pretty sure they broke some laws, but they don't want to. Oh, oh, Sanji, Sam got something. So yeah, so that begs the question because it is in because you have a no knock warrant state, and you also have a a right. What is it? A defend, stand your ground, right? Stand your ground. Uh, Mm -hmm. Then if a state, if a police officer walk buses into the apartment, right, on a no knock warrant. And and like you said, Brianna Taylor's ex-boyfriend fires at him because he's thinking they're home intruders. And then that allows the police to be able to shoot back because they're being fired at. And so, like, how does that, like, you know, it's just like, right, right. And so what law usurps the other one? And is that, is like, does the well, no-knock-warn Here's the thing about the no-knock-warn. I was talking to an officer, Ashley, over the, over the week. 
He said, when you do those notes, he said, we do them here. He said, I like them, but like we sit on a house for weeks and make sure it's the right one. You just don't get a house fucking wrong. Mm -hmm. This came out of an officer's mouth. And a and a green beret that I'm talking to, taking a class from, they're saying the same thing. You just don't get that shit wrong. So I think it's more so because those officers have to do their research on what house they're going into. Because when you serve those warrants, you know there's there's possibly danger. So you don't want to get the wrong house. And for them to get the wrong house, I think it's the issue. I think I think that's the biggest problem. They got the wrong house. Then they tried to charge the boyfriend for defending himself. And as a Second Amendment person, you should that should be like you should be like that's a no no. Oh, real. And the Second Amendment overrules the state no knock law. Yes, it does. And it's the same thing with like a rule like evidence. You know, you can't bring in illegal evidence. You know, it will be dismissed in you know court. Same thing with it. You know, you can't fucking go in a wrong warrant then try to charge them. You know, you went to the wrong house. You know, you have wrong information. Your evidence is fucking wrong. Then you can try to come back and cover yourself. But this, it goes back to the thing, you know. So, who, you know, who comes in? It's supposed to be the Department of Justice, you know, who, who comes in and, you know, kind of supposed to back up, you know, even the state police are act, you know, aren't doing their job. But, you know, who's in charge. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I guess to say all that is just the guys get out and vote. Definitely. Um, oh, Lord. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say the last thing we probably should talk about was like, I know DC, you had sitting in the the Trump plan for Black America. Um, I, say we, I say we use that for another time, my guy. That's uh, fine by me, buddy. Boy, Sanjay said you got to roll. I know that's going to be a long discussion. So yeah. we'll get our points together for the next time. Oh, we know it, man. Uh, Sam, Dad, Sanjay, much love to y'all, man. Thank y'all for being a part, man. I missed y'all, man. So it's good to do this this week, man. Yes. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, it is, dude. Hey, I just want to say I love you guys. Go, dogs. Good night. Good night. Good night. All right, fellas. All right. Woo. All right. Y'all out? Nah, we still in here. You know how we do the after, after, the after, after. after. Yeah, post commentary, yeah. post podcast commentary. We yeah. got off a lot, but then we also got pretty good. So I'm trying know, to fuck into this game, bro. It looks like they yeah, got the, the goal line. They done messed up and gave up two freaking two uh two different. What is this uh? Bro, I fucking the Green Bay just scored, man, and they didn't give it to him at all, man. The ball was across the line. These weren't touching the ground. (laughs) Oh, excuse me.